Welcome to another edition of the Huron Daily Tribune Coaches Show, the sports podcast here. This is the second edition of the Coaches Podcast. And first of all, my name is Tom Green, the sports writer for the Huron Daily Tribune. I'd first like to thank everybody that have listened to the first episode, which is still available over Anchor and Spotify. And we're hoping to get some other outlets involved in that as well. Uh, To my knowledge, it has been quite a success, and hopefully you guys have greatly enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording that one. So, second edition of the show, we went from seven teams down to three, as Bad Axe, Cass City, Deckerville, and Harbor Beach went down last week to their respective opponents, but we are left with the Elkton Pigeon, Bayport Lakers, the North Huron Warriors, and the Ebley Bearcats. And first, uh, first and foremost... We have the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers here with us. Not quite at the Laker Legacy Center doing this, but I'm certain that it would create an even better experience doing this at the Laker Legacy Center. He is Coach Dave Lavasser. Welcome back to the show, Coach. Thank you very much for having me, Tom. Absolutely. So 49-7, to the Lakers defeat Reese last week. There obviously were quite a few positives, but... Um, Tell us about that, because it sure shocked a lot of people, including myself. Uh, well, a couple things. First, it was 49-6. I don't want to 49-6, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They've been clawing for every point they can get this year. So uh, 49-6, and, and as far as, um, you know, a surprise, we, um, you know, we felt pretty confident uh, that we could hold them uh, defensively. You know, we, the first time around, we... Um, you know, we 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 saw the, the mistakes we made, and we made some adjustments um, in order to kind of corral their passing game. Uh, we felt like they could not run on us. We were very confident that they were not going to be able to run the football on us. And um, we made a few minor adjustments with our passing game, and uh, we knew we were going to hold them uh, offensively uh, or defensively. And then we also knew that we could score on them. And, um, so we kind of weren't really surprised. I wouldn't, we wouldn't have said, I wouldn't have said, you know, full disclosure would not have said, Hey, we could potentially score 60 points on them. Um, but, uh, we knew we could put up plenty enough points to win. Um, you know, so, you know, the 49 was, uh, we actually probably could have been up somewhere in the 60 range. Certainly, and the extra point from yours truly was no good as the Lakers defeated Reese 49-6. to Of course, I gave them the extra point when they didn't they didn't actually get it. So <laughs> I, could have, I could have had a V8 for sure. So um, what are some of the things that you're looking to improve on from that from that game coming into this week? Um, you know, we again, we, we always feel like we have things to clean up. Um, that being said, it, it, usually, it usually boils down to continuing to work on solidifying our offense, which as I mentioned in the past is, is a new offense. And uh, we're kind of trying to find our identity a little bit and we're trying to settle in as players and as coaches uh, to try to, to get right. So, you know, we feel like uh, we can, we ran the ball pretty well against Reese and, and we ran the ball pretty well um, in the past three or four games. Whereas uh, the first three or four games of the year, we couldn't run the ball to save our lives. And um, it's kind of turning a little bit. Uh, we are finding our some of our identity in the run game, and uh, we feel as though we're pretty confident in the passing game. We just got to kind of get it to gel a little bit 
um, and complement one another. And I think we're working on that right now. Absolutely. And going back to the extra point segment, uh, Tom Manigetz, of course, French exchange student, went seven for seven on extra points over this past this past week. How has he enjoyed this playoffs? I mean, being from you know from being a French exchange student to now playing a completely different game and being in a completely different setup, I guess. How has he yeah. enjoyed that? He loves it. He he wants badly to get on the field, you know, and, and play uh, you know play a position as well too. He he's a he's a fantastic kid. He's a great kid. Um, you know, our team loves him. Coaches love him. Uh, you know, he's a he's a great kicker. Uh, he had some some more experience, uh, which he's slowly getting. We're kind of teaching him the kickoff game, you know, to, to what we want to do with kickoffs. Uh, you know, he would be an absolute beast. I mean, he is now, but, um, you know, he's fantastic. Like I said, he wants to get on the field. He's gotten some snaps on the field here and there <clears throat> and uh, and gotten a few, uh, a few plays at, you know, a few different positions, and he's just loving it. He just loves it. He just loves American football. And uh, he would tell you that this is the, you know, this has been the time of his life. Absolutely. And I, I greatly enjoyed interviewing him for the feature story I did a few weeks ago on him. You can check that out as well at the Huron Daily Tribune's website, michigansthumb.com. Going to this game against Hemlock, this is the first time that the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers have played the Hemlock Huskies. And so from seeing the film so far this week, uh, what are your impressions of the Hemlock Huskies? Uh, you know, I've, I've got some experience. We, we played in the same conference together when I was in Pinconning and um, coach Clark is, uh, is a friend of mine and, uh, he's, he's a very good coach, uh, ex- extremely, his kids are always extremely well prepared and he always has, uh, big physical kids. Um, a little familiar with, they run a lot of the same stuff, uh, in terms of formations and, uh, they, uh, they, they got some good athletes. They got a couple of perimeter kids that are. Uh, very good athletes um, and their quarterback can play and they're big up front. Um, you know, coach, uh, coach Clark is, uh, he's a, he's the kind of guy that makes sure he's has all the X's and, you know, O's, you know, tied up neatly and, and, and he's got very precise players. So uh, we got to be prepared coming into this game. You know, you get into uh, this, uh, this type of game at the, you know, as each round goes by, uh, the teams are going to become cleaner and cleaner, and you know, in, in a district championship game, you're going to see a, a good team, uh, and this is a good team. Absolutely, as the playoffs go on, each round gets tougher. Hemlock comes in after defeating Bad Axe twenty to twelve, and the last time these Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers were in the second round of the playoffs was 2019 against Cass City. And that wasn't, of course, a losing effort. But what would it mean for the Lakers to get to that third round of the playoffs? Something they haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, this is uh, this is true. It's been a while, and uh, I'm not exactly sure. I think 2002, possibly. And uh, and uh, to to our kids, uh, it means a lot. Uh, I, I should think that it would mean a lot to all um, the, the players on all teams in the state of Michigan. I don't think that playing in a regional game is something that um, anyone should take lightly. It's, uh, it's kind of been our goal, one of our goals, to win the conference, uh, win a district. Um, and uh, our kids are expecting to win. You know, we, we prepare to win, and, and you go into a game and have a game plan and believe, and you have to have faith and believe that, it, that if you execute it, you're going to win that game. And, uh, you know, that's what our, our, kids, uh, our kids feel.
Absolutely. So the Lakers will take on Hemlock this Friday night, and he is Coach Dave Lavasser. And this has been the Lakers portion of the Huron Daily Tribune Coaches Show. We're moving on to North Huron as they take on Augray Sims, the Augray Sims Wolverines. Coming up next, you're listening to the Huron Daily Tribune Sports Podcast, Thumb Area Coaches Show. and loaded onto the Huron Daily Tribune Coaches Show. The Huron Daily Tribune Sports Podcast rolls into week two of the MHSAA playoffs. We had just gotten off the phone with Laker coach Dave Lavasser, and he actually just texted us just a little while ago that the Laker-Hemlock game, if you are looking to go to Hemlock for this week's playoff game between the Lakers and Huskies, you will be disappointed if you go to Hemlock because... The game is now going to be played at Freeland on Friday at 7 p.m. If you know, if those that know me personally know that as a former Garber Duke, I've been on that Freeland field a couple of times. I'm sure that both the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers and the Hemlock Huskies will be excited to take the field in Freeland at 7 p.m. on Friday. So remember that. Lakers, Hemlock at Freeland. So we move from the green and white to a guy that supports the green and white, but yours truly feels he rep- he is with the maize and blue, but he'll tell you otherwise. He is for the blue and yellow. He is North Huron coach Chad Knoblock. Welcome back to the show, coach. Hey, Kamba. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And so we talked about it off here. Go ahead and tell, tell me what you want. Uh, Michigan blew a 16-point lead. Michigan State won. Whatever you, whatever trash talk you got for me, just give it. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Well, that's that's a nice thing about when you're uh, uh, when your Spartans win a couple of years in a row, you don't even have to trash talk. You can just point at that scoreboard. <laughs> for sure. So um, Michigan blows a 16 point lead at East Lansing. Yours truly is disappointed, while others in the Thumb Area sports community are are happy about that. So um, with that said. We move to the North Huron Warriors here. Um, and the North Huron Warriors defeated Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart, the Irish, 48-21. to So you both both of us will definitely agree, as Michigan and state fans aside, that we're glad that we beat the Irish. What are some of the positives uh, from this game? Despite myself being Irish, of Irish descent, believe it or not. <laughs> um, you know, we had, uh, we had a, lot, a lot of positives come from the game. We, we went out there... We knew we were playing a, a tough team. They had returned some of their uh, starters that had missed the first time that we played them. And uh, so, uh, you know, we, we knew that we were going to run into a, a different team, but we went out and got the job done uh, in, in what I thought was pretty impressive fashion. Um, uh, I thought our, our blocking was, was good. Our run game was good. The conditions were, were pretty crummy outside, but... Uh, it was pretty also at the same time pretty conducive to our style of, of physical uh, play with a, with a 
a fishing ground game, and it was a good night. It was a, it was a good night to be a warrior. Absolutely, and the big thing that stood out to me was Will Case did what Will Case does best. 12 rushes for 129 yards and two scores, two two-point conversions, three for five in the passing game, 76 yards, a touchdown, a two-pointer, and then a, and then he recovered a pick. So um, tell us about that. Yeah, you know, Will felt, I feel that Will had probably maybe his best game. It wasn't his most yards. It wasn't uh, the most touchdowns that he scored in the game. But uh, he went out and really just ran the offense. Um you know, they were doing some different things defensively. Uh, I trust Will uh, completely when it comes to the offense, and so he knew he had the green light to make some changes, change some directions out there. Uh, you know, in the second half, he probably called almost as many plays as I did. Um, you know, but uh, we're, we're usually on, uh, on the same page. We both knew what we needed to do to put the game away, and, uh, you know, so he just, he just used his his football knowledge, which is pretty vast, uh, and his athletic ability to to make plays and make decisions that uh, that got us where we needed to be. And it was uh, uh, it was really nice to to watch him out there, and you know, just did a, a phenomenal job. Absolutely. And on the defensive side, Mason Hatch, Noah Koth, and Jordan Coleman led the way along with Case. Um, they only gave up 21, so they had to do a good job, especially in the eight-player game. Tell us about that, too. Yeah, you know, defensively, uh, uh, another real good game. You know, the, the one thing that we do on occasion is give up a big play or two. Um, and that's what we did. You know, the 21 points, I don't think, uh, I don't think we allowed a first down in the first half. And, uh, and I think that, uh, we might've given up maybe eight the whole game. So, uh, the defense did a great job of just stopping them, getting off the field. You know, they, they, they broke a few plays. We knew, we knew they were going to do that. They're a good, you know, they're a good ball club. They're, they're a good team. And, uh, we didn't expect to shut them out, but the defense really did a great job of making them uncomfortable, forcing the punts uh, or the turnover on downs and, and really stepped up big. Gotcha. And so with all that said, uh, what are we looking to improve on for next week's game? Um, well, you know, we're going to look on, you know, uh, I, I'd rather not give up those big plays. Uh, you know, as far as offensively, I felt we were extremely efficient. You know, we had... 20-some first downs, really controlled the ball, uh, you know, put 48 points on the board, converted every one of our two-point conversions. Uh, so, really, we, we did a lot of very good things. And and defensively, we did a lot of great things. But if I'm being picky, like when we were watching film yesterday, it's about uh, stopping those big plays so that we don't lose momentum at any point of the game. You know, our penalties were... Uh, we're to a minimum. I thought uh, we played pretty disciplined football. Uh, so uh, really, I think we just need to keep doing what we're doing. We've been on a nice roll now for a few games. I mean, there's always things you can improve on. And, uh, uh, you know, but uh, we just we just need to keep uh, just keep playing our game. Absolutely. The North Carolina Warriors travel to Aug Gray Sims to face the Wolverines the last time these two teams squared off. In 2020, the Warriors won 66-12. Augury comes in after defeating Peck 68-42, so 
I'm sure there's going to be some revenge on the minds of the Augury Sims Wolverines. What have you seen from the film that you've watched so far in preparation for Friday night's game? Uh, you know, they're, they're a team that uh, they would like to throw the ball a little bit. They're going to want to spread us out. Uh, so they're, they're going to come in that, uh, in that spread formation with uh, three wide receivers and, um, you know, try to get us a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, you know, they, last year you could tell, I mean, the, the score was lopsided, but you could tell that they were an up-and-coming team. I mean, the, the job that they've done going from a one-win team to a 10-0 team is, is quite remarkable. Um, and uh, so, you know, they're obviously dangerous. They put, up, uh, they put up a lot of points. Fortunately for us, they're a little bit more generous defensively, and they give up a fair number of points. But, um, you know, I, I, we, watching the film, there's nothing that surprised us. Um, they're pretty much what we thought they would be uh they're you know they're a well-coached team they do the right things uh it's just going to be our job to get out there and and match up and get it done and i I think we're very capable of doing that absolutely and the last time north huron made it to the second round of the playoffs was the past two years of course 2020 when they made their run into january in 2019 so what would it mean for this squad to um, advance farther and perhaps even go towards a state championship well, you know, at this point, we just want to keep playing football. Uh, we obviously have had a, a very successful regular season, um, you know, 9-0. and But, uh, you, know, you know, we're looking we, – we want to be playing that last, that last weekend that there's football. And uh, we've kind of gotten greedy. Making the playoffs isn't quite enough. Winning a playoff game is not quite enough. You know, winning a regional title is not quite enough. So, um, you know, we're just, uh, we're, the, the guys are very focused on the long game here. And, uh, you know, you, you can't look past any week, but you got to take each week, uh, get the job done, take a little bit of time to feel good and celebrate, and then get right back to work. And, and, and that's kind of, you know, th- that's what our plan is, is take each week, get the job done, and then get back to work and, and keep keep rolling. Absolutely. So the North Carolina Warriors will be traveling to Augre Sims to face the Wolverines at 7 p.m. Friday night at Augre Sims. If there are any updates to where that game is played, like Lakers and Hemlock, I'm sure Chad will let me know that, and I will pass that along as soon as we can. So he is Chad Knobloch. That is the North Huron Warriors preview of Week 2 with the Thumb Area Coaches Show on the Huron Daily Tribune Sports Podcast. We will be talking with Ubley Coach Eric Sweeney coming up next. Keep it right here on the Huron Daily Tribune Sports Podcast. <laughs> And you're locked and loaded here at the Tom Green Podcast. We have one more podcast on the night, and that is Ubley. Yes, last but not least, like we said last week, the Ubley Bearcats. A 35-6 victory last week over the Harbor Beach Pirates, 10-0 on the season. Coach Eric Sweeney is back with us. How we doing, Coach? Not doing too bad. Well, that's good. Um, so, it was quite a rainy night Friday night, and... 
You guys responded well the 35-6 victory, so tell me some of the positives from last week's rematch of the rivalry. Well, you know, uh, they played much improved defense from the week before, so, you know, we had to make some adjustments as the game went on, and I thought we did a nice job adjusting to what they were doing and came out on top. Absolutely. So, um, of course, the, even though the even though the game was spectacular, I would say um, there are always stuff to improve on. So, what are what are some of the things you're looking to improve on for next week? Well, it, there are some things we struggled with blocking wise. They did send some things a little bit different that uh, we didn't. You know, it took us a while to adjust to. Uh, we you know we can't wait till the second half to make those adjustments. You got to be able to make them adjustments quicker. And you know, there's some things they did offensively in the second half that you know we had to make some adjustments to. And you know, the main thing is we got to make those adjustments a little quicker. Absolutely, because uh, the deeper you go in the playoffs, and we talked about this with uh, North Huron's coach Jack and Oblock, the deeper you go in the playoffs. Same thing with the Lakers. Um, the harder your competition is going to be. So while the adjustments, I won't say not, I won't necessarily say they were easy to make. They they won't be as easy to make coming up. I would say. Well, I, I exactly you know, and I know we got Marlette coming up here, and you know they they bring a whole different challenge than what you know the last game was. So yeah, you're right. The the farther you go, the tougher it gets. Exactly, and with that, um. The Ugly Bearcats are hosting the Marlette Red Raiders this week. While these two teams have never met in postseason play, they are common Greater Thumb Eastern Division opponents, and the Bearcats won the first meeting by a final score of 56-21 to during the season. Uh, what were some of the positives of that game? Well, that's the, that game there, they actually had a lead on us 14-7 to in the first half. And then we ended up taking a lead, and then they tied it up with about two minutes to go in the first half. So, I mean, that game was a lot closer than what the final score showed. You know, we we kind of got some things going in the second half offensively. And, but that that's actually a very, very good football team. I mean, you know, they just played Cass City and shut them right down. And Cass City's been playing outstanding offensive football. So, you know, there's going to be some major challenges there. Absolutely. So as you had said, Marlette beat Cass City last week by a final score of 28 to nothing. And of course, and as we had said before, last time the Ubley Bearcats made made it to the second round of the playoffs were two straight years, of course, making the state finals in 2020 and 2019 making the state semifinals. So how good would it feel or what's what's kind of um, making the third round of the playoffs? Well, is this... Um, what would this mean towards the future, of course? We're looking at the state championship, of course, but one step at a time. Oh, yeah, I, I only look – this is a district championship here. And, you know, we Absolutely. we won our league championship this year, and, you know, we won a couple in a row. It would be sure nice to win that third one in a row, you know. I mean, it, it, that's what we – that's what the kids play for. We want to win as many games we can, and we – you know, that district means a lot to us. Absolutely. So – um I guess to kind of put a bow on things here, it's, um, of course, looking at the last Marlette game, some of the things you'll have to improve on for this matchup. Well, we have to stop their big play. They had a couple big plays against us in that game, and they're very athletic. And, you know, they uh, like the onside kick, so, you know, they got an onside kick against us, and 
you know, that change momentum there. So, I mean, we have to defend against that. And we have to do a better job of blocking. I mean, I didn't think we blocked very well against them the last night. And uh, so we need to improve on that. Absolutely. So um, anything else you have to add to this uh, second edition of the Huron Daily Tribune Sports Podcast Thumb Area Coaches Playoff Show? Well, just I just want to add that we expect a very, very tough game. They're a senior-loaded team, mostly seniors on their team. And, you know, seniors always play harder than everybody else on the field because, you know, they don't want to be their last game. So we got to come out and play our best game of the year to win this game. Absolutely. He is Coach Eric Sweeney, and that has been the Ugly Bearcats edition of the Huron Daily Tribune Coaches Podcast. And good luck to the Ugly Bearcats as well as the North Huron Warriors and the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers. We hope to be interviewing three different coaches for the third week of the MHSAA playoffs. Thanks again, Coach, and good luck to all the teams out there this Friday night.